All right, uh, I think we're all uh, ready to rock and roll, eh? Oh, it's going to be a good one, eh? Eh? Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that. I think ever since Nate sent me that Canadian girl that is a little bit into him, I just have been saying eh a lot. The heartthrob. She doesn't like Nathan Berry. She likes the heartthrob. Yeah, exactly. Very, very true. Very true. And she loves the scooter. She's heard she's heard the story about Shaq and everything. But anyways, this is episode 22. I'm live with Nikki, mom and dad. And I'm also with the man himself, apparently heartthrob. Uh, I'm doing very good today on this Taj Gibson episode. Uh, some people might call it the Kershaw episode, maybe the Emmett Smith episode. But I, I thought of a guy who provides great value at such a, a low cost, and he did it consistently throughout his career, and that is Taj Gibson. That's why he's getting the honors for this episode. Nikki, talk to me, man. How you doing? Out of left field, he goes Taj Gibson. Kind of a scumbag move, but I'm not too mad about it. If you hit me with a BYU Danny Ainge, I would have fucking gone berserk. Not many people know that. Not many people know that. This episode 2-2, two, two, Tuck, which is a very important number to us because 2-2 two, two is two-thirds of 222 as you may know no tucks given 222 i know nate doesn't know a whole lot about the whole 22 gang the whole little triangle shebang i'm doing great man it's good to see you and we are live where is big head nate is he even with us at the moment big head nate is currently with us he has just signed on a little late just like the old days had to bring it back yeah there we go uh but it's good to see us everybody on the elgin baylor episode i'm gonna go ahead and throw that one in there oh Um, Glad the boys are together and uh, just ready to get this show fucking rolling. Um, I think if anybody needs to start off the episode with a fucking story, it's the man, again, in the top right of my screen. Nikki, you're always in the middle. Uh, but Tuck, anything go on last night? Anything you want to let the, the people know? Any any kind of stories you got for us, bud? Oh, we did go out for a little late round of golf, you know, with uh, my buddy Jake. We were uh, trying to hit a quick nine holes. Went around 530, 540 or so. We were expecting it to be not that crowded. We hop on, get a quick nine in. Sun's setting around 6.30 these days. So we, we had a nice hour. Well, we're about to tee off on two after we both parred one, looking good. And we see Spencer Levine, a professional golfer who also just happens to love golfing at Valley High, the course we were at. And this man really is driving around just frantically everywhere looking for something. Jake, he grew up with the guy, so pulls him aside. He's like, what are you looking for, Spence? Ends up, he lost his phone. The guy can't find it. He's looking all over the place. Jake, being the great guy he is, if you know him, everyone, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. They don't make him like Jake anymore. They don't make him like Uh, Jake anymore. They do not, Nate. That is a fact. And he proceeds to tell Spencer, hey, we'll help you find your phone. You know, put it into mine or call your girlfriend, whatever you got to do. So we end up playing some holes with him while he's waiting, which is already just a hell of an experience. I'm getting to watch a guy who's was good enough to be on the PGA Tour uh, play some fucking kick-ass golf, and and he's looking good. I'm playing from the tips. I end up parring a hole with him. He also pars, and it's not it's not just any par too. It's it's my par shot about a 12 foot putt. And Nikki, as you know, you get up to these greens. I know you're not a big golfer, but these greens they like to move, man especially at night it cools down they got some up tempo so i come up to it spencer looks me in the eyes he says hey tuck it's moving a little right that's all you got to do that's all you got to know so i step up i'm fucking shaking damn near like marty mcfly at, <laughs> I was about at, to in say. my boots and and mind you i hadn't had my full cocktail yet so that adds to the shakes just a little bit more mm-hmm. and I, I come up i sink the putt everything's going fucking swell his girl calls him back on Jake's phone, sends him the location. We're like, Spence, we're going to find your phone. We got to celebrate. He pulls out the dilly dillies, mind you, on him. And what do we do? Just a nice little shotgun on the course. Fucking, it was just an honor to be able to shotgun a beer with a guy like that. We go find his phone, end up fucking becoming boys with the guy. We finish the rest of our round. I got a couple good shots from him, a couple nice swings. Uh, my new phrase that I, I love from the guy, stuff it in there. You know, and not just stick it oh. or, or, or make so, it sit. You're, uh, you're way, he, 170 out with the seven iron, and he references it to stuff it in there. Not right you know, down the cut, it, not not drop it in, not not get it on the green, stuff it. That's just a – it, it, it was that PGA talk. It was the PGA talk. 
it made me feel like I was right on the tour, playing from the tips, hitting pars, uh, giving myself chances for a birdie, and, you know, playing great golf. And it was just, it was a hell of a fucking night, fellas, you know. It, it's like shooting uh, hoops, like Nate said, maybe with a, a Ben McLemore or, or someone of that stature. You like just, a Tyreek Evans, really, somebody that's done it, but, yeah. you know, not, not, not a Hall of Famer necessarily. Right. It's, it's, and, and still so a local time. legend, too. Still yeah. a local legend. Hopefully we can uh, potentially get the guy Spencer on the podcast in the future. Uh, he mentioned playing golf. I don't, I don't want to hit him up too early. You know, it, me and Jake, we, we, we got to wait a week or two. It's like when you get a girl's number, you, you can't just dive right into it. You got, you got to wait the two or three days before you, right. you give a call. So we'll play that one hopefully well and parlay it into a better hand in the future. But, fellas, it was a fantastic time. As you can tell, I'm, I'm still a little excited about it. Hey, where, where was homie's phone? Okay, and that was the funny thing, too. We're teeing off on hole three. It has like a little windabout after you leave the tee box. And Jake, as we're leaving the original time, Jake is looking in the bushes, kind of looking in these leaves, saying, all right, there's, the phone had to have fell off and, and just gone into this pile right here. Like, that's my natural instinct. I'm like, Jake, there's no freaking way that happened. Like, you're just bullshitting, man. Well, 10 minutes later, we get the screenshot, and it looks like it's in that fucking area. <laughs> we, we go back. We go back and it's just hidden right there in the leaves where Jake called it completely not scratched, nothing. And I looked at Jake and was like, you're a wizard. You're a fucking wizard, Harry. Because I, I, yeah, it was, it was fantastic though. Had a great experience with the guy. This, this super nice guy, friend of yours, Jake basically stole homie's phone was like, hit it. He planted it somewhere where he knew it would be. Tell Spence, don't worry. Here, use mine. Use mine. You can find it. You can find it. And then, sure enough, it's right where he said it was in the vicinity, huh? Maybe, maybe yeah, this guy, I mean, maybe this guy is a little sly. I don't know. I don't know. It 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 sounds a little fishy, but we we weren't there before, so I'll cut Jake uh, a little, uh, give him the uh, benefit of the doubt with this one because right. I think I think he's in the clear. So I just no, wanted to. Not uh, in the clear, though, Tucker. Us. We're not in the yeah, clear, it, fellas, because tell, we Nate, Nate. didn't fucking announce a fucking beer or drink of the episode last episode. Wow. And I have to point that out, because we did uh, – there was times where I really thought we weren't going to do it, but we come out of the woodworks, and we end up doing it. Mm. And it's on me. As a producer, I should have made sure it was in the schedule. I should have made sure we attacked it. I'll take that. I wear that on the chin. Bada boop, bada bink. Won't let you guys take that. But I was, still- was kind of nudging. I was kind of nudging towards you to to do it. But then you were like, "Oh, guys, I got to hop off the call. My nurse is here. My nurse is here." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I thought, I thought Nate was going to do it. It's fine. Whatever. Like, did you? And instead of you, I guess you the signals, it, the signals didn't work. No, no, the signals didn't work. You usually well, I think it would have been nice too late at that point. Nikki, you usually throw up the teleprompter. You're known for doing the notes teleprompter, which I always see. And I'm I'm leaning over to Tuck and going, "Hey, man, we gotta you know get this moving or whatever point you make." But in this instance, we didn't do it, so let's get the fans back on it. It's still a fucking part segment of the show. Boys, what are we sipping on? I just cracked a nice little dilly dilly, Bud Light. You know, I, I had the uh, PGA talk, so it, it made me think of uh, yesterday's shotgun and a Bud Light. So I figured might as well whip it out. And I, I'm ashamed that we did forget. You know, I'm not, I, I thought uh, there was going to be times when I was going to bring it up, but I, I blanked on it. And Nikki, I know you weren't drinking anything, so you you kind of have an excuse. But I was drinking a Bud Light last episode as well, so I want to take a little bit on the chin too, Nate, just like you did. A little bit on the chin, Nate, huh? I'll crack one yeah, with he, you guys tonight. Got a little bit of the old whoa. Chico. We 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 are. It's a special going, episode. It's a special it's a, episode. It's a special episode. Nice little Thursday. Get a nice little buzz on before the gym. Haven't cracked many of these, so. It is delicious. It is tasty. A little lemon in there? A little lemon in there, of course. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot, but just enough. Just enough. Well, the gem Melanie Berry did go out today and get me some lean and cuisines because she's out of town for two days. Sister's going to be taking care of me. And although I really am not supposed to, I made sure I didn't take the Percocets today. I got the White Claw from Melanie from the fucking pizza store where she picked me up lunch. Mango. In a glass. It's in a glass. It's right. in a glass. She hits me with the, and look what I got. And I'm just like, Mom, you're just an angel. Even though damn well you were right there when Dr. Lee said, probably shouldn't drink 
on the pills, but I'm not drinking on them. We took off the set, but once I'm done with this, I'll take them later tonight to go to bed. And see the, now, the do you is, mind? Nate, do you mind if I see a little bit of the a shakage of the cup, Nate, so I can see some bubbles in there potentially? It's all gone, but I can show you the can. Oh, it, no, I'd hate for, is, I would hate for you to move. With with the glass, no, right with, here, Tuck. I I wouldn't have to move far. Continue, Nikki. No, no, no. Let's see the can. Let's see the can. Let's see. It's a little <laughs> yeah. black cherry, a little ruby grapefruit. I mean, if it's if it's right there, if it's within arm's reach. Or legs, legs reach. reach. <laughs> oh, there we go. It was not in arm's reach. God, Nate, that's that's just bad. Let alone legs reach. But we really made this. This man's hobbling all the way over to his kitchen right now to grab this can. Yeah, that's why I felt bad. I, I, I mean, you think he would have saved some for the show? What, Nate? We're ten minutes in, and you're and you're already down the white claw. What's going on with that? One. Hey, to to be honest, Tuck, the fact that he had it in a glass proof, makes proof. Makes, I scooted out to the, I scooted out to the living room as fast as I could. <sighs> but I'm back. Nay, I was saying the fact that you have it in a glass almost makes me think you put a little shot of Grey Goose in there as well and then, you know, top it off with a little White Claw. I'm not dangerous like that anymore. I'm, I'm getting old, man. Uh, he says I'm oh, not man. dangerous like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, what, one shot of Grey Goose really <laughs> really ups the ante. Uh, but glad we got that in, boys. Got a jam-packed episode for the listeners. We're going to talk a little basketball. I haven't had that since the Lakers won the championship. Dodgers are World Series champions, and of course, it's a Thursday, so we got to predict week eight. Boys, 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 there is a lot of talk about that NBA in that early start, and people are saying, people are chirping. They're saying some of the big dogs won't even play. What are your thoughts? With the December start, that is. December yeah. 22nd, I think it was. Shout out episode 22. Uh I think some of the guys might fucking sit out and I can't blame them because it, it seems like it, that's a little shorter than normal. I'm not sure the days, you know, it could be apples to oranges. It could be apples to apples. Who knows? But I think if, if some of the big guys are going to sit out and they come out and say it prior to the NBA will end up sacrificing and probably move it back into the end of January instead of the end of December. What are your thoughts, Nikki? Right. To be honest, Chris, Christmas Day games sound absolutely amazing. The fact that maybe even a little Chase Center game in San Francisco, go see the Dubs play, I don't know, it'd probably be like a Dubs-Clips game or something like that, maybe Dubs-Lakers even. Fuck. It sounds enticing, but I agree. I don't think the players want to play. I think it's too soon. It's too rushed. The NBA kind of giving off some NFL vibes by almost, you know, seeming a little money-hungry to get everyone back on the court. It's yeah, like, they were saying they could miss out on $500 million if they do a later start or something like that. I mean, Yeah, but see, I'm worried that what, are they going to be able to have full capacity if they start in December, whereas maybe no an additional – uh, yeah, exactly, an additional two months. I'm not saying it would, it would make it go away, but it, it could potentially help. But for all we know, fuck, it could be worse in February. Are they so, going to do like the NFL, though, and like let some stadiums have it and some places not? Or is Adam Silver going to just big dick it and say, uh, no, no, no. I think Adam Silver is a man of the people. We, we have uh, already come to see that during his tenure as the um, commissioner of the NBA. So I, I definitely think that he'll, he'll play it safe, be a man of the people, which is why I think ultimately it will get pushed back. Because he's not that money-hungry guy like Goodell, like Nikki was mm -hmm. saying in the NFL. But it, it's going to be a tough call. If you're like I said, big-time players aren't playing. You know, big-time games aren't going to be happening. Right. No, I I agree, Tuck Money. I hope hopefully hopefully I mean a little MLK start start date for the season. I don't think I don't mind that. I don't think any fan would really mind that. It just seems like it's way too rushed and f fuck the money. It's like I thought the NBA was has never really cared about the money like that in the sense of this, you know, everyone's losing out on money right now. I don't, I don't think that's, that should be a big issue. Oh, I mean, they, they care about money. I mean, Nikki, how don't do you they haven't cut those, that's why they haven't cut those ties with China yet. Don't you get me know, wrong. That's, that's the one thing, but they aren't as money hungry, Nikki. You're right. Like what should they do to start it? What would like, what do you think is the best bet in order to gain the most like fan viewership and not go late enough? Cause remember 2021 Olympics, so they can't start it too late. And, and is that that's still the biggest worry? Because they don't want the season to go on into the summer. 
Yeah, but I think that's it. Yeah, because competing with the Olympics is just a, like it just still it all seems it seems too rushed. Like what the Lakers just won a couple of weeks ago, and so now you're telling me they have to suit up for the season two months later. If that, not even two months later, I feel like right. I guess like two months. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. There's some big time things going on in the NBA right now, though, that we haven't even discussed off air, like the Daryl Morey sign to Philadelphia. I had no clue that happened until today, to I be honest. I saw that today, too. And, yes, and yesterday, the Rockets the Rockets signed their head coach, and it is an assistant coach for Nate. Fact check me on that, but Daryl Morey to the Sixers. I have no clue how I feel about that, that acquisition after they get Doc Rivers, definitely an upgrade from Brett Brown. It was, now- it was Steven Sillis as their new head coach, and he worked as an assistant under the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks. It was the Mavericks assistant. Thank you, Nate. They're, try- they're trying to bring in that, that, those Mavericks analytics. That's what it is. So, something going on in, in the garage, bub? Oh, yeah, there is. Gosh, little, this, is, uh, this is how NFL <laughs> fucking today was. I was watching it, and they have the people on Zoom calls. One lady's babies pops up, and the other person has a dog barking in the background on national fucking television. So, Tuck, we get it. It's corona. We're not all together. Not in the stew. <laughs> so, we're going to let it pass. I saw you tweet that, Nate. I know that one wrestled your jimmies when you – when I, and I knew exactly what you were talking about. You, you weren't just talking about ex, uh, things that have happened just today. These have been things that have been happening – the last month, the last two months, shit, the last six months. Exactly, man. So, it's, it pisses me off. And now when all I have to do is watch ESPN and fucking sit on my ass, I got fucking piss poor NFL network going on. But that that's why we run NTG, the best network, the best thing you got on your fucking plate, the best thing you got in your ear. Well, Daryl Morey, though, I, I wanted to say, that's like the, the, the Sixers are like the complete opposite team of the Houston Rockets. Like the, the Rockets, obviously, small ball, playing fast, shooting a bunch of threes. Philadelphia, big man, slow, half-court offense. It, it's a completely different team. So I, I, either Maury's going to – he's sinking or he's swimming. So that's going to be – in my opinion, I, I'm not sold on the Sixers. I, I never have been. I think as long as they have Ben Simmons, they're not going to do it, and they're kind of screwed with that Tobias Harris contract. So unless Daryl Maury has the juice – then I think that team's just going to continue to not get to the even Eastern Conference Finals and just keep losing first and second round of the playoffs. And, and Stephen A. Smith comes out and says that he should trade for James Harden, even if that means give, giving up Ben Simmons. A pretty outrageous take. Do the Rockets even have a GM right now? I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. But you're telling me he's basically – I think it's kind of collusion. He's, he's getting someone breeded – in Houston to then accept a trade where he sends Simmons he sends Simmons to Houston, Harden to Philadelphia. Do you think a, a Harden and Embiid combo would be some worry something worrisome for the East? Do you think it could happen? Uh, I don't think it can happen, but I think it it would be a good combo. I just don't think the Rockets would take on Simmons. You know, yeah. unless then they move then then they have to move Russ as well which would <clears throat> just be a total overhaul of that team at that point, which I, I guess you can make a case the Rockets need to do that because it's clearly not working with what they have now. So that, that, that's going to be interesting, Nikki. I, I think my take is that trade does not happen. And if, if it does, it, it would potentially make the Sixers a team that could go on to win the East if you, if you gave them James Harden. Because I think his, his game uh, style would change if he got traded to Philadelphia. It, it would have to change in order for them to have success. You think he'd lose a little weight and just stop being such an ass on the court? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Stop being that guy. Like, And the Sixers would have to get more shooters, obviously, because James Harden has the ability to still get you eight to ten assists a game, and you're going to need some, some stand-up three-point shooters who can knock him down. Well, it's going to be interesting to see as that progresses into the NBA season, when it starts and all of that. But what season has come to a halt just recently is the MLB, fellas. We're on a wait with that. But Dodgers, Tux Dodgers, I guess we could say, Nikki. Is that, is that what we're doing? Are we saying Tux Dodgers? I literally don't care. Tuck, fucking yell at me. Give it, give it your all right now. And, again, I just, hate, I just hate how it's not the A's. It's not the A's. Like, you're hyped up. You're hyped up. And there's reasons for your, your, um, your allegiance, you could say, as a secondary team with the Dodgers. But I just fucking 
it pisses me off because I've seen you I've seen you more hyped from Dodgers playoff runs than anything with the A's because they can't get there. I understand it. I understand that, but yeah, gosh. I mean, I I'm definitely. I, let's put it this way: I wasn't blacked out when the Dodgers won Game Seven yesterday. We were on. Excuse me. Or excuse me, two days ago. So if it was the A's, I don't even think we would have been recording because my ass would have been clued into the seat. It, I, we definitely would not have been recording. And you said it best, Nikki. I've had to deal with them in the past, and I think I've already talked about this on previous episodes. I think in particular when they were down 3-1 to the Atlanta Braves at the same time when I predicted Corey Seager would win World Series MVP, which he did. But it, it's one of those things I've had to deal with the heartbreak and the heartache the last four to five years, and I told myself this year, you know what, I'm all in on the A's. I really think there's a chance, a, a funky 60-game season, 2020 COVID year, it, it's going to be the A's year. And they, they got as far as they did. They couldn't overcome the Astros. That sucked. Hey, there was but injuries, very... though, man. Our A's had those injuries, man. Can't forget about those A's having those injuries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there <my> he is. <laughs> Mimsy. There he is. But they had the injuries. No Chapman, Nate. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get over it. Hopefully they can re-sign some of their free agents and then get a big name. But I'm happy for the L.A. Dodgers. Justin Turner, even though he was diagnosed with COVID mid-game, had to be pulled with three outs, was out there celebrating uh, thoughts on that guys I, I was all for it you know I'm, I'm a big believer not to spread COVID but he was already playing with these guys for eight innings and there's also the chance it could have been a false positive we don't know but the MLB was, was pissed was he out there I'm seeing all these memes of him like kissing his wife was he out he was out there for the trophy presentation and then does someone come like touch him with the pole and be like hey bub you gotta you gotta fucking walk off field or what like how, how does that it, ensue he, he gets pulled said, in the sixth oh, yeah. inning. They send somebody down to the dugout, outraged apparently that he's playing. They has pull has Matt suit. Pull him out. They win. For like the first three minutes, he's not out there. And then in my opinion, I think he's back there and he's like, fuck it. I, if, I, if I had it, I was just with all these dudes. I'm going out there and celebrating with my team. And then he goes. But the shit that I was reading was saying that he was hugging – people's wives and yeah, that's kissing, it. kissing everyone's <laughs> wife yeah so that's where i'm yeah. like jt come on you should have just and like his mask was popping off and shit like oh no on. he had the mask on and then when he sat down for the picture he like kind of took it off turned it into the chin diaper and then he was just like you know what fuck this and just ripped it off emphatically and that was the moment i knew justin did not give a flying fuck about the C-19. But yeah. Chuck was also right with the fucking MVP pick. I had to give the shout-out to you for that. You did call it back, what, in the ALS, in NLS? NLCS. In, NLCS, yeah. Like I said, down 3-1, I believe, to the Braves. Might have been 3-2. I had Corey Seager winning World Series MVP. A little background story on my MVP of the World Series predictions. Last year, I went with Juan Soto. And I was hyped up about it. I was like, the Nationals are going to beat the fucking Astros. You know that's going to happen. And Juan Soto, 20 years old, hits, like I think, three or four home runs in the World Series. Youngest guy to ever do that. But no, they don't give it to him. They give it to San Diego State, Mr. Steven Strasburg. I had like a $100 wager, I believe, to win 12 1300 if Soto gets it. This year, I call Corey Seager. I don't put down anything with the book. And the rest is history. Just no money made. Just a hell of a take. That's all I got to show tough. for it. I remember the Soto one. I remember us game one last year when we were like, we got to bet on the Nationals. We got to bet on the Nationals, and we just fucking fumbled the bag on that one. Um, honestly, Tuck, I, the the Corey Seager pick, I'm all for it. I think it's a hell of a job on your end. I I would have predict. I I wish that you predicted uh, the COVID nineteen outbreak pick with uh, JT because I didn't see that coming, and I want to say the odds for that probably must have been really high. But before we move <laughs> on from baseball. Uh, I'm going to flip a coin right now. Uh, Nate, you're going to call heads or tails, and this is going to decide who you're going to be a fan of next year for MLB. Ready? Oh! You dropped Nate. it. And, and, and we had nothing. Is it heads, A's, tails? Like, what, what's, what's going I'm gonna on? Be a, I'm going to be A's fan regardless, but I want to hear what team I'm going to support besides the A's, like the way you support the Dodgers. Call, the call me. Is, on this team, I want it to be so random, Nikki, that I'm all in. 
Give me like the Marlins or the Pirates. Heads, heads or tails? Heads or tails? I'm going um, tails. Tails no fail. Nikki picks you, one. I pick one. You are now a Minnesota, Minnesota Twins fan. Congratulations. I love that. I love that. I love that. I don't like just that like, we did it to see if it was heads or tails. There might have been just, collusion on that side of the camera. Just, just like that, Tuck. Just like that. He's he's now a Twins fan. Nate, I want extensive Minnesota coverage. I support the Twins. You're not going to decide yeah. my I'm – I'm a, I'm a NorCal boy. I'm going with the A's. But, I, Nikki, I'm letting you know this, man to man, I'm all in on the Twins. Anything you want to know about the Twins, manager, who their GM is going to be in the next 10 years, who yep. they're picking up in the draft, who mm-hmm. they fucking have starting at uh, short base uh, or shortstop. Short base. Short <laughs> base. Jesus Christ. And, and all that. Whatever you guys need, I'm all in on the Twins. I got some homies out in Minnesota. I'll get that news for you guys. I got the insiders. But – it's about that time. Uh, Mickey, don't wait, wait, wait. I'll up. tell you this, though. I'll tell you this, though. There's the one thing you need to know. Actually, go ahead, Nate. What, what were you going to say? Go I ahead. was I'll just going to say, dun, 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 dun. Thank you. Fellas, it's fucking week eight. Can't believe we're already fucking here. Fantasy, where you at? Don't really care. We're getting into that next episode. But it's just amazing that it's already been eight weeks in this fucking 2020 insane year and now we get to talk about shit going on in the nfl this upcoming week before we do these predictions and that's that the trade deadline is coming up and is there anything we're seeing out in the fucking market is there anything nikki you think the pats are gonna do tuck is there anything you want your raiders your raiders to do let, let the people know jesus christ Nate, that one white claw is doing wonders on you right now i absolutely love it uh, I said I said last episode, I think something's happening with the Patriots. I think they might ship Gilmore. I don't know where he's going. I know we kind of talked about it today. For, for some reason, I think the Saints, for whatever reason, I can just see him in a Saints uniform opposite of Lattimore. Maybe, maybe if, he go, if Gilmore goes to New Orleans, they'll finally figure out where the fuck Marshawn Lattimore has been for the past eight weeks because, gosh, he is missing. Tuck said Pittsburgh. That would be pretty crazy. That yeah, would, I think that, w- that that was my dark horse. That was my dark horse. Maybe the the Steelers come in. Uh, their defense was really good last year, and they went and got Minka Fitzpatrick. So maybe they do something similar like that this year. Get a, a CB one, and and a guy like Gilmore who can come in and instantly shut down one side of the field. And it might be the thing that just takes them over the top to to beat the Ravens, to beat the Chiefs, because you're gonna need. You're going to need defense to beat those two teams, and they already have a fucking hell of a defense, arguably, I think, the the best in the league. So to add a guy like Gilmore would be uh, almost comparable to the Bucks adding a guy like Antonio Brown. Right. And I, I kind of have thought about it, too, that that Tom Tom might just go up to Bruce Arians and that whole front office and say, hey, I'm about to fucking hang up the cleats right now if you guys don't get Gilly Lock to Tampa instantly. Obviously, oh, if they not, did that too. That would help that defense fucking a lot. That that would be not too much. Almost. How much fucking unfair do they have to do that? Jesus. I don't. Or do they, they even have the picks? I mean, when you really think about it, for Tampa Bay, where's all of their money going? Tom, right? Evans, Evans ha- probably has a deal. Godwin doesn't have a big deal. No one on that offensive line has a big deal. Maybe Donovan Smith, but then you're looking at. I guess it's their defense. I think Levante, yeah, da- Levante, Levante David, David gets David, paid. Shaq Barrett's yeah. gotten paid. Jason Pierre-Paul's gotten paid. It's all in the, all their money's in that front seven. There's there's no way they could take uh, Gilmore. Which is why there's some dogs and they're able to get after the fucking quarterback like the way they are. Uh, I mean, what we saw we saw Dunlap to Seattle that was kind of big. Everson Griffin going to uh, the Lions that was nice for Matty Patricia and, and his uh, troops to pick up a defensive player. You know, he's always loving that side of the ball, and then. Nate, you got Will Fuller on here. I know you're a fantasy owner. Actually, no, you traded Will, didn't you? Yeah, I traded Will for Melvin it, and uh, Aaron. There, there's some uh, rumors going around that he might get shipped. What What are the chances of that one? How, how do we like those odds? Because I could you, see it happening. Maybe the Texans just sell house? Uh, Packers only have, in my opinion, Devontae Adams at wide receiver. So I'm thinking that they – I was seeing shit about them possibly picking him up. Will Fuller would be Aaron Rodgers' first first round wide receiver I think he's ever played with. I don't know if that's true at all, but I'm rolling with it as it is. Think when you really think about it, has he ever played with a first round wide receiver? I don't when did Jordy so. Nelson yeah, go? I was just about to say I Jordy was, 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 was first round. 
but it could have been. I don't know. I could find that out. I think right he was pretty good at uh, – he went to Kansas State, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Second-round pick, though, 36. So that's probably as, as high as it is, though, yeah. Because Rand- Randall Cobb wasn't first round. James Jones wasn't first round. I'm trying to think if uh, – Jesus, Donald Driver was seventh round. Oh, my God. Good for him. What a career. That would that would yeah. be a big move. That that would be a big move. I, I think the Packers, honestly, on on defense, that uh, Houston Texans have said that you know JJ Watt is untouchable. They said Deshaun's untouchable as well, Tuck. So that kind of you know settles settles them trading Deshaun. But it makes a ton of sense for them to ship JJ because they're not gonna. He's never gonna see a Super Bowl on that team. And you would almost think that as an organization, you let him go. You put, let him go to the wild, like let him run free, like let him go get a, get a chance. And probably one of his very last relevant years playing football. He's definitely not the same player, but fuck, I'd love to see him in a green Bay Jersey. And I hate the Packers. I I just, yeah. If they, if they trade him, maybe they get rid of Watt, uh, Watt too, as well. And they move on from JJ. And then that would come back full circle to maybe them moving on from Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Uh, anything could happen with that organization. We have we have learned that throughout this year and shit, the last five years when it comes to the Texans. Yeah, I think it's also interesting how Philadelphia was uh, definitely interested in having Zach Ertz on the trading block, but then he got injured. So now that they're like, I don't think teams are reaching on him as much because he's getting old too. And those tight ends only last a little bit. Gronk is one of the long ones. So, I, I mean, do you think people still maybe just reach on him because he might have a – two good years left in him maybe I, I think i think if he didn't get hurt new england would have sent a fifth rounder to the eagles for him for sure especially with our lackluster tight end uh production i wouldn't have been surprised if even a, a team like seattle i know they just picked up greg olson and they have will disley but that would have been a seamless fit in my head it's just not gonna happen i mean fuck philly and all their scumbag fans they, they they're trash they are trash and still might win the division but they I just I don't know. That one just flusters me to be honest, Nate. I'm a little rattled. There's there's got to be a prop right now that whoever wins the NFC East wins their first playoff game, and it's got to be like around plus four to five hundred. And I think it might be worth hammering. Somebody, they, they, uh, hey, one more time. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait, just, you no, all right? You're really no. You're really gonna see her and say you 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 would hammer that. Did you just ejaculate yeah, I mean, on air? <laughs> <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like our producer just busted. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, just hold that thought. We can move on. The trade talk, we still will have some time to tell what happens. But right now I'm watching Julio Jones put on a freaking route clinic. I think he's got four catches for 85 yards already in the first quarter. Of course, I'm going against him in fantasy. Same, like same, the man- same, same, same. Yeah. It Fuck. seems like the man always kills it in uh, Carolina or against Carolina. So it, we should have we should have expected that. I think he had 300 yards He's against Carolina last four year. Four catches for 85 yards, and it's what? The first seven minutes seven into the game. Left. Wow, that that's pretty good on my end. I just calculated the yards. I saw he had three for 62 going in, so I project or projected a 23 yard gain. So good for me on that one. Nice little pat on the back, pat on the well, head. Well, let's see how but good I, you do I, with I picking the, these uh, upcoming winners. Then I think this game it started already, and it's seven three. Panthers are up, so it'd be kind of a chicken shit move to go with the Panthers. So I'm going to take the Falcons. Damn, I'm I'm definitely taking Carolina, and you could call it chicken shit, Tucky. Call it whatever you want, but after it's a minute into the game, we could go at, Carolina. After after they should have won last week against New Orleans, and they didn't. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to squeeze it out, go four and four, and then welcome back a nice little CMC. Yeah, who am I kidding? The the Panther the Panthers are gonna win this game. <laughs> that wasn't too hard, huh? Yeah, well, I, I just remembered I bought stock in the Panthers, so I, I got to for sure fucking ride the wave to the moon. Well, Nikki's starting us off early, one of the first games on Sunday. Who you got? New England at Buffalo. Those favorited minus three and a half. I'll take a Pats plus three and a half. I'm not telling you if they're going to win or lose. Wow. I'll take them at plus three and a half. I'll take that too because it's we'll, – we'll, what, we what, are, what are we supposed to do here, three. Nate? What are we supposed to do here? My, my pops, my if we pops. we do lose, it'll them. be by three. And, and so this is my thing. This is my thing. It's like, oh, if we take Buffalo, if we take Buffalo, 
and they win, we're happy and we don't we don't care about the pick. You know what I mean? That's the that's the reverse psychology. Yeah, that's what I was texting you about. I think we 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 might on the on paper go Buffalo, but on the podcast for our fandom, make sure we go New England. But for this our is, no no no, these are picks that we intend taking to the book. No, on my can't lose parlay that pick. That's the ones that I will take to the book. I thought it was the will not fail parlay from here on out. I, I like that a lot, Nate. I, I truly do like that, and which will is why, not fail. which is why I would I would take the Buffalo Bills in that game against New England. I I think the spread's tough. I'd honestly, I'd be willing to say it could be a three point game, uh, and New England could cover. So that might not be bad. But if I had to do it. My pick will be uh, Bill's money line. It's it's almost a game that Nate we're set up to lose so badly that we fucking win. Especially the way Josh Allen's been playing. We're looking at no Edelman, no Nikhil Harry. Who who's Cam Newton throwing the football to? No. Two hundred and twenty yards rushing. Cam Newton expect it. You know, I oh, think the ludicrous. only the only way that they get a they get a win is if they do a nice little two quarterback combo on the field. And you have Cam Newton at running back. You give Jared Stidham the, the quarterback duties, and you just let Bills Mafia try to figure that out for fucking three hours. That's that's okay. tough, man. I could see some I could see some tosses going to Cam and let that man in the open field. Guy's a freaking tank, but I think uh, he's he's not going to do it this Sunday. It's going to result in a nice L for the Pats, and we can go on to the L.A. Rams, Nate. Nikki, they're going against Miami. Team that's coming off the bye, been looking pretty solid, and they got the Rams at minus four right now. So, what are the thoughts? I um, I think I, I think I'm taking Miami. I'm taking Miami. Tua's first start. I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna hop on that train now, even though I said some pretty outlandish things about him last episode. I don't know. I think it's a trap game for for the Rams. I could see that. I could see that. Nate, what about you? Uh, I'd take Miami spread, but I'm going with the Rams to win this one. I don't think that Tua going up against Aaron Donald in his first NFL debut is going to fucking pan out for him. Oh, God, yeah, that's talk about a fucking guy that you would hate to have the debut against. A freaking six foot, 290 pound tank running a four or five at you <laughs> constantly every freaking play. That's going to make me lean towards the Rams. And I want to just almost be soft again and go Rams money line. I think that's what I'm going to do. And that's my pick because, Nikki, I like the Dolphins going for that, but they, they scare me with Tua's first game against AD, like Nate said. So I'm going to stick with it, Rams money line. Well, this is my first one on the cannot fail parlay. I'm going to go with Detroit Will or not. Indy. Will not fail parlay with Indy losing to Detroit. I got Detroit in this one. Colts favorited minus two and a half. How are you feeling about this one, guys? You're taking Detroit money line? Yeah. I almost want to take them too, but I just feel I can't piggyback off of you. I feel like you you would almost be mad if I put Detroit money line in my, in my will not fail. I wouldn't be mad at all, Nick. It'd be same page. It'd be same page. Hey, I mean, it, it, wow. it's, it's uh, they're they're gonna be positive. So if it's free money, then ride the wave, Nick. I th- I think I'm taking Detroit money line as my first pick as well. All right, I like that. Let's I like that, fellas. I'm gonna it. go with. I'm coming off of another buy is Indianapolis, and I just took the Rams over Miami. So. This might seem a little flawed here, but Nikki knows I don't like to go against teams coming off the bye. And as good as the Lions have looked in recent weeks, it's it's got me wanting to stick with the team coming off the bye. That's the Indianapolis Colts. Phillip Rivers finally has his act together. He looked good against the Bengals the week before and threw, I think, four, three or four touchdowns. So I got a Colts money line. You can take that one. I'm not going to put it in the will not fail, but it's going to be a W. I'm going to just hop in and – and go for the next game before Nate adds this one to his will not fail. So now if anything, he's copying me. I'm taking Titans money line on the road in Cincinnati. Ooh, and it, it, it's okay. Yeah. So no spread six is the spread. How you, you think Cincinnati I'm, might cover that? Huh? I'm I don't want to touch the spread against Cincinnati They're Joe Burrow's good. And they're one five and one. And I mean, he played, he played really well last week. I, I just think this man is going to continue to score Browns. points. 
I don't know who he's going to come up against. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but his O-line is ass, and he played a really good front seven. And I think it's kind of a similar scenario where he's going into Tennessee. Who does Tennessee have on the back end other than Kevin Byard? I don't – Malcolm Butler's played all right so far, but I think if he can get that's, through that that's front true. seven, you know. That's true. I, I like the uh, Titans' uh, money line pick as well. I think another good one in that one would be to take the over. I'm not sure what it is, but I could see that being a very high-scoring game. I like that. And, and Nikki, I just watched Julio Jones drop a touchdown pass. So take a deep, take a deep breath. We're Jesus. good. We're, I can't all think good. about it right now. Well, yeah, to get you guys' my, mind my off that, and before I could get either of you to take this one from me, I'm going Pittsburgh over Baltimore as well with fucking Ravens being favorited over an undefeated Pittsburgh team, which I do not understand. But I'm going Pittsburgh because their defense is stellar. I like that, Nate. I know you're, uh, you're, you're saying that's in the uh, big-time parlay for you, the will not fail? That is in the will not fail. Wow. The okay, so that's, that's nice. F. That's nice. Taking, taking a risk. I love that. I mean, it's not really much of a risk. 6-0 team, like Nikki said, they're undefeated, and they're the underdogs. So that's, that's already saying something, how much Vegas is, is giving the Ravens the sucky-sucky. But they have it as 3.5 right now. For Baltimore, I would buy points and take it to two and a half. It seems like those games are always three-point fucking games. Justin Very Tucker, true. Chris Boswell, one of them does it. That'll be my pick and the will not fail. Ravens, but you buy the points. You buy one point, you get them down to two and a half. And I would, I would wait as much as you can to about Saturday to pull this off because I think those points might get as low as two and a half originally because I think we're going to see some people thinking like Nate, hammering the Steelers, making that call, which – Obviously, That's why you got to get it in early. The lower line. This episode comes out early so people could hammer this tonight before they fucking lower it and get the better odds. Break, breaking news. Yeah, hammer, hammer breaking yours. news. Hammer yours early. Hammer mine later. Uh, Clemson quarterback and future New England Patriots quarterback Trevor Lawrence has tested positive for COVID-19. And he will miss Saturday's game. They are lucky that they are not playing Notre Dame this week. God damn it. They're playing Boston College. We are going to hammer BC, let me tell you. Hammer BC. I think that's the all-around throw on on the WNF for everybody. Boston College covering the spread. (laughs) Yeah. Covering the 28-point spread. Yeah, if you got it earlier this week at 35 and a half, now you might get as low as 32. Like <laughs> Clemson's probably – I wonder who their backup is. I'm sure it's some four or five star who will take over when Trevor Lawrence is gone. So he, he's going to want to have his moment. I would stay away from that. If anything, just take the over in those ACC games. It always happens. I bet this kid has a hell of a name. Oh, my God. It's going to be right. something like but, I'm, I'm but taking, Nikki, Who do you got? Ravens, I'm ta- Steelers. Yeah. I, I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore at home. I think Steelers lose, and there's no undefeated teams after this week. I like that. I like that. It's, it's just tough. I, I got to go Ravens spread. It's another game. It, I'm going to copy Nate from the last game. Raiders at Cleveland. I'm going to go with the underdog money line, those Las Vegas Raiders. I think Baker had a too good of a game last week. He's not going to be able to repeat it and do it again this week. The Raiders somehow developed some scheme to get after the quarterback. And, yeah, take the Raiders' money line. His name is DJ what? DJ Ugalile? <laughs> yeah, for sure take Clemson. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send it i'm gonna send it to nate because nate's pretty good at these name pronunciations i i just butcher them my dad was a teacher in a in just a 25 years so like he uh, would always was, come home with the funky pronunciations of names and game announced basketball games so we would always see the fucking weirdest names up there and he would have to talk to the team mom because herb had a way with fucking announcing names and matt manning from the three he used to do the fade at the end from the three was nice. So, that, so that's why a you're so intelligent and two you're such a good commentator. Exactly. But I would say name? this one is DJ Uigale. Yeah, like I can't do that. I can't do that. The A's and the E's. Uigawale. No, no, no. The oh, first I'm, time was I'm first one. I'm going first one. Uigale. Yeah, like he even sounds like two a distant cousin. That's what I'm saying, bro. It kind of looks like him too, Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> But I, I think Nikki, right, this is getting this is back to we, it. Who the hell do we got in that Raiders Browns game? Come on, I'm throwing it down. It's going in the WNF. 
Raiders money line. That's my first one. Boom, bada bang, take it to the bank. I think this is another week where uh, I said uh, the Vegas Raiders will get their dub way back in like episode eight, nine, whenever we did the first predictions hog for wash, that. Hog, hog but, wash. Uh, Hey, I had him beating Kansas City twice, Nikki, and that they're halfway that, there. That doesn't so, justify. Um, that doesn't justify. I'm gonna go ahead and picking. say, I'm gonna go ahead and say Vegas Raiders beat the Cleveland Browns. Take this one money line. Not gonna throw it on the WNF. I already got two teams on there, so I'm gonna stay away. Tuck, from Tuck must have beachfront property up in your head because he convinces you to take the the Raiders every week while he's constantly. That's bashing not convincing on the me. They have a good offense. Bashing on the Patriots. Yeah, but uh, you're, you're still re- rustled from last reasoning, episode. Pick a team. Your reasoning was, <laughs> oh, I, I picked them, you know, 10 episodes ago. Go back. Listen, listen. Hogwash. I'm taking Cleveland. Fuck it. I'm taking Cleveland. Go, Baker. Fucking Donovan People Jones. Don't need OBJ when you got DPJ. Gosh, fire me up. Kareem Hunt. He's going to have a quiet day. I think Desernis Johnson's going to do it all on the ground. Do it all on the ground. Harrison Bryant, three touchdowns. David Njoku, two rushing touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, he might throw, rush, and receive one. Book it. Browns by a million. Wow. Wow. I'm going to go with 21 to 24 on this one, Raiders. Um, yeah, I, I, you, I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland. You said 21 to 24? Yeah. God, when you say it, when you say it like that, it's like the Raiders are going to lose. Nah, just watch. You see, Chuck, this is this is reverse psychology. What he's doing now? He he got a little he got a little motivation from the mom and dad, and now he's he's telling you he's giving you numbers. He's giving you numbers. He's planting seeds. He's planting seeds. It's gonna be a big old flower. It's gonna when be that a big score old is twenty one twenty four, they're gonna think we recorded this on Monday. He's gonna be like, oh, check the tapes, check the tapes. Twelve weeks ago, I've I've been saying it. I've been saying it. Week eight, twenty one twenty four. Go check. Well, unless t- you had a, unless you had a dream of Tyler Lockett catching three touchdowns, we'll we'll have to check the tapes for that. I mean, Who I had a dream of Dak Prescott getting season injury, but hey, I'm not going to go from there. We could go back and check the tapes, though, Nikki. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. <laughs> okay, who do we got next? Green, one Minnesota Green Bay by at million. Green Bay. <laughs> Packers minus seven, though. Come on, come on. Give Kirk Cousins a little love. Green Bay by a million. I'm same page, Nikki. Same page. The last three outings at Lambeau Field, Kirk Cousins has a perfect QBR. See, this this is almost a trap game, right? Is is this almost a trap game? Because as bad as I'm like, totally fucking around, Nate. But you're looking you're looking at this game. Minnesota's got to be due for one decent performance, right? Coming yeah, off the bye. I said Coming that going the against bye. the Indianapolis Colts in week two, and that didn't fucking work for me, Nikki. So no, I don't think that they're due for shit. This is this is totally a tuck money kind of drunk Sunday game, and he hammers Minnesota because they got their asses kicked by Green Bay week one. I it can't be that bad of a game again. Two times it can't, but the Packers are just I think too dialed in right now. I don't know if I'm comfortable enough taking minus seven, but probably comfortable enough taking Packers money line and sprinkling it in with the over. Is that part of the way? No, that that's not. They, they, these are just all my picks. So you know, everyone should sprinkle all the all the picks that I make. But they, you know, I, I really saved the will not fail for what will not fail. And smart, smart method. Are you are you going to take Kansas City minus nineteen at home against the Jets? Is that something that will not fail? There's no money. In I that. mean, dude, I'm taking that for sure. There is some money in that, Nate. Minus 19? That's probably like minus, minus 110, to be honest. Well, in that case, then who is it? Oh, my nigga yeah. Lamar is not going to let fucking Mahomes throw for 19 touchdowns above what his offense could do. So I'm going to go ahead and throw on the WNF. Jets covering the spread. Okay, just stop. Oh, Nate, dude, don't just, do it to the people. Just, oh, no, just, just watch. Just watch. Even, even Lamar they lose is by, gonna... They lose by 18. Lamar's going to listen to this and be like, Jesus, Nate, come on. And when it happens, Nikki, just give me my credit. Just give me my – Tuck gets his respect, LA gets their respect, and I want my damn respect too. Oh, wow. Okay, LeBron. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll predict this right now. Chiefs cover. Throw that in the WNF. Yes, please. That's a lock for me. But also another lock. If you can find it anywhere, Lamar Jackson will cause a turnover this weekend. 
whether it be a fumble or peanut punch, maybe an interception. Backup quarterback comes in when they're when they're up 28, 35 points, and then bam, he strikes. I don't even know who the backup is for the Chiefs, but that's who's going to be the guy who throws an interception to Lamar for his first career pick. Book it. Book it. I'm taking Kansas City. I'm not touching this in the way. You guys go nuts on it. Gosh. This is only morning games. I feel like this is a lot of morning games. I feel like the last two weeks we haven't had hella 10 a.m. games. Well, it sets us up for three afternooners, though. The first of them being L.A. Chargers at Denver. Two teams, two and four, two teams in the AFC West. Chargers minus three, even though they're on the road, which essentially every game is on the road for them. Who do we like, guys? Eugene will not fail. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking them to cover a three-point spread as well. Eugene is going to continue his just path of dominance, path to the top. Gosh, I'm so sick of hearing Patrick Mahomes, but Eugene Herbert just has such a nice little ring to it. Tough money. I like that pick. Uh, I like it a lot. I, I think Chargers' money line might be a little safer or, or, or maybe by half a point. I'm going to leave that out of the lay, though, and I'm going to just say – Chargers. I'll, I'll go Chargers spread with you, Nikki. Minus three. I like that. Love that. Same page. A sweep across the board. All the boys got the Chargers by the spread. Moving right along. This is First my first one of the day. Final game in my lay. I got Chicago covering the spread against the Saints. Saints coming. You're in. fucking. Oh, you're no. fucking madman, Nate. I I love it. I love the boldness you got. The Pittsburgh underdogs, which I get it, shouldn't be the underdogs. You got Chicago, you got Detroit. That's three underdogs, my friend. You're expecting three upsets in the eyes of Vegas this weekend. Yes, sir. I think this is the week. Week eight, halfway through it. Guys are just about to realize that they're in the NFL for a reason and just ball. Let's see right now with the Atlanta Falcons. If he's taking all points, he could he could be safe, you know. He'll be getting a, a, a good amount of minus one tens across the board. I got, Pittsburgh money, I got Pittsburgh money line. I got Detroit spread. And then I got Chicago money line. I'll go Chicago. Money oh, line. you said, I, I thought you said spread. Excuse me. Wow. I got, I got them covering it. Well, they'd cover it with as well, but I'm going to go just take that extra step for that little bump in money and just go fucking money line. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Bold, that's, my friend. I, I'm coming in with uh, what I think. I think Nikki's going to have the same thing as me. I'll take saints minus four. And I'm actually going to throw that in the will not fail. I thought you guys weren't sold on them, though. That was part I'm, of the I'm reason not, I listened I'm not, to my I'm not, sold, I'm not sold on them, Nate, but Chicago is – they keep saying this is the worst 5-2 and two team we've ever seen. It's true. And here's the crazy thing. This is the best start that they've had since I think it was 2012, kind of like the end of the Erlacher days. They started the season 5-1, and one, did not make the playoffs at 10-6. and six. It was a – their last game of the season, they lost week 17, and that was it. Didn't make the, the postseason. It's a very similar squad. I don't even think they're as good as that squad that couldn't get to the postseason. I, I'm taking I'm taking Saints. I'm I'm taking them to win. I wouldn't I'm not touching this game. I just don't like the matchup. Wow. Well, it 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 might be coming out. It might be coming out of the, the will not fail. We'll see. We'll we'll see. You guys kind of got me thinking on that one. Oh, I did discredit the Saints. <laughs> I just don't want you guys going back on your word. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It's just the Bears, like Nikki said. I, I can't do the Bears right now, Matt Nagy. He, no, I'm over him. I'm over him. Uh, I'm going to ponder that thought. We can move on to San Fran and Seattle, Nikki. I'm interested in who you like in this one. I think Seattle money line, if you're betting, is the smart move. I don't know. I just don't know what to think about the Niners because I obviously don't think they're a good football team, but they also just beat the brakes off what I thought was a good football team in the New England Patriots, which I now found out is not. They've been good know. ever since they got that DB back, bro. They've been they've been getting some of their players off the IR, and they've been pretty good, and then they you're find saying, a way to you're work saying that. San Francisco? Yeah, that DB. That's when they started turning things around against. I don't. I don't know when Jamal Adams. I don't know when Jamal Adams is coming back. But that whole Seattle defense is a liability, and it puts a lot of pressure on Russ. So you you got a good Niners team that is very well coached. They're going to come in. They're going to run the football effectively on that defense. If Jamal Adams plays, I like Seattle's chances even more. But if it comes down to Russell Wilson having to make plays, I'm I'm going to continue to to take Russ and hopefully continue to watch him cook, especially coming after a off of a loss like they're gonna they're gonna win i don't know about the spreads but i think they're gonna win the game i'm throwing seattle in the wnf parlay i got a money line not spread not spread take a money line be safe 
But yeah, I think they, after losing that game to Arizona, they come out big divisional game and they, they get the dub. I honestly, Tuck, I'm gonna take them as well. You're throwing them in there. I'm throwing them in there. I got to write mine out just so I don't even fucking get confused and all of this money I'm about to win. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to Sunday night, fellas. The most shittiest Sunday night game we'll probably get all season. Dallas at Philly. Cause I hate, this fucking division and they both suck. And we're going to be looking at a third string quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, the most racist team in the league. Fucking Thank you. trade, trade two guys for fucking taking a knee. But Hey, Jerry Jones is talking about the dude's weight. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. Jerry, I got a couple words for you and your fucking bald and ass. You're a millionaire. You got money. Don't get it twisted, but Hey, you're a bitch. Who do you so got, that's Nate? why I'm going Philadelphia against my Cowboys <laughs> on Sunday night. Against <laughs> my, oh yeah, I forgot yeah, they are your Cowboys. They are his Cowboys. I forgot about that. America's team and Nate's team. Uh, are you taking a minus nine, Nate? Are no, because that's what I'm going to tell you. Philadelphia is going to win, bit. but Dallas on the WNF, my boys are going to cover it with the Noji. So go ahead and book it with my four teams on there. We'll see how much that pays out for fucking just 25. Guarantee you're looking at 25 to probably win 1,000 with that. Wow. That's, that, that's a nice wager. It's a nice wager. I, I'm going to go Philadelphia as well. And it being a divisional game and not knowing the quarterback status at this point, I would just – I'm going to stay away from that game. If I had to pick, though, gun to the head, I'm taking Eagle spread. But that will not be in the will not fail. That's for Min- sure. At minus nine, you're taking them? Some of them got him at minus nine and a half. I just, I, that seems like too much for Danucci to come in as a third stringer with fucking Ezekiel, but with three bad games, they're gonna ball, man. I'm telling you, watch out for the Cowboys. They're coming this week to cover. Yeah, so, so are win. you taking the Cowboys or are you taking the Eagles? I'm taking the Eagles to win the game, but the Cowboys are going on the spread because I don't think they'll lose by nine in a division game like this where it's all in Danucci's back. Do, do you think uh, do you think Mike McCarthy is enjoying Whataburger more in Texas, or do you think he he's missing his cheese curds from Wisconsin? That's that's what you know. That's what haunts me at night. He's got Zaxby's out in Texas. I don't know if he has that in Wisconsin. I really just think it's the cheese curds that that man is missing. I think he would deep fry his his fucking fingers when he wants to lick off uh, after a nice <laughs> meal. I'm going draw. I'm going with the tie. The little kissing your sister. Dallas wow. and Philadelphia. I'm going green. We are on roulette, boys. It's not going to be black. It's not going to be red. It's double zeros. Philly with their second tie of the year. That's what I got. I love that. God damn. That would really that would really twist up the NFC East. I'll tell you that much. That would really <laughs> that, twist it up. Is that just a cherry on top of the NFC East? It's like you're telling me that there's one team that has two two ties and might win division just because of it. <laughs> that's bad if i could pick the washington football team in this game i would take them to the moon but here we are gonna close out this is a pretty it's not really just your typical little three-teamer out of mom and dad i'm taking tampa bay on the road against the giants i'm not even gonna fuck around with this red just gonna take that money line I'm gonna watch tom on a nice little monday monday evening and just go to work um it's kind of like the little lubrication game before Antonio Brown gets inserted into that lineup. And I think they're going to continue to roll and the giants do not look good, but I honestly think Danny dimes can make it a little bit of an interesting game. Maybe Tom gets stumped a little, I don't know. I'm all for it, but I'm taking Tampa by a million. Wow. That's I mean, coming off the uh, pretty much a buy too is the New York giants after playing Thursday night. So some people might say you, you want to, take that 10 and a half points they're giving them. It could be as high as like 12 too when it's all said and done this week, but Tampa Bay money line, that's your safe pick. If you want to go spread, have a, have a little bit of balls, feel a little risky, then I'd say take the spread, but that won't be in my parlay as well. Nate, are you throwing it in yours or, or I'm what? I'm done. I got my four teams. I'm set, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. They'll probably cover the spread in this and they're definitely going to get the dub. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So what are we looking to, uh, for our parlays, boys? Tuck, what was yours? Do you remember? Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens by a point. So your Ravens are minus two and a half. Going with the nice old Saints minus four. I'm doing it. I'm I'm sticking with it. Seahawks money line. And then I'm deciding my one more to throw in. 
Nikki, yours? I'm taking Detroit. I'm going to buy points. So that's plus three and a half. Or, excuse me, wait. Yeah, plus, plus three and a half. Titans money line against Cincinnati. I got the Chargers minus three on the road against Denver. I'm taking Seattle money line, and then I'm going to take Tampa Bay money line. So, if I had to pick just three, it would be four. You could go four. Uh, well, just four. I really like the first four. I guess the Bucks. I'm just sprinkling it on. Could be a little risky. Could be a trap game for them. Who really knows? But I really like Detroit plus three and a half Titans money line and Chargers to cover. I love it. And I got Detroit spread as well. I'm not going to buy points right now. I got it at plus three. So I'm going to leave it there. Pittsburgh money line, Chicago Bears money line, and the Cowboys covering the spread at nine and a half. That's 25 to win 650 right there. Take that for any of you guys that got roommates, probably might pay a little bit of your rent. If you're listening, just go ahead and throw that in on your Bavada account. If you go to Vegas, if you live in Reno, if you want to head up to Tahoe this weekend, go ahead and book that. Your boy, Big Head Barry, heartthrob, book it. What kind of voice was was that one? Is that your gambling voice? Uh, I guess, I guess. We can go with that one. <laughs> kind of like that. Tuck, you're going to be going to Reno this weekend, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, I will be. So hopefully, I get after it a little bit. I'll be able to throw in the uh, lay. So I'm not. I'm not going to be bullshitting. I want to also uh, throw in. That's what I forgot. It was the Chiefs minus 19. Take Chiefs spread. That's what it was. So that'll be my last one. Yeah, hopefully hit hit the blackjack tables. It's going to be Halloween. Kind of forgot about that. I don't know costume-wise what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm sure everyone's going to be in a costume at, at the casino, right? They're, everyone's going to be in the tables. Just you think so? Dr- dressed up, acting a fool, blacked out. I just don't know what I'm going to be yet. I think I might be Nate and ask if I could borrow his scooter and get a beanie, get uh, some nice clothes. <laughs> <Beanie>. and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm Nate. A little bandage on the foot. Where are you going to get a bad haircut before Saturday? <laughs> oh, come on. Don't they get good haircuts. Hey, hey shout, shout out Denzel. Denzel, you be, you be cutting him up. You be, he'd be looking real fresh. Just, just a slip. Just a slang. It's just, just a, a jab. It's what we do on this, Denzel, because you got to watch out. He's, he's, he's a real nigga, Nikki. I, I don't know if, if he knows where you live or not, but he can find out, man. But Denzel, it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, so – uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tuck got Kansas City with that. That is that, and that's why Tuck. I don't know if you still have your guy, but I think it is another segment of what the Tuck. What you got for the people this week, man? You know the what the Tuck was gonna be very spontaneous. I didn't know what to do. We actually had it lined up in the episode to go right before we went into the NFL. And what we were talking about before that was Nikki flipping a coin and deciding who Nate's next team is going to be. And that team just so happens to now be the Minnesota Twins. And not his full team, just who he supports. Well, guess what I got to tell you, Nate? You have a lot of what-the-tuck moments looking forward to rooting for that team. That team has not won a single postseason game in the last 19 attempts. They are 0-19 in in postseason games. That is not a made-up stat. Not series. Not just road games, not home games. 0-19 in their last 10 years in the postseason. So get forward or get used to rooting for a team. Some might call them the Sacramento Kings of the MLB, but the Kings don't make the playoffs. So at least you don't have that going for you. But it is going to be a full what-the-tuck season for the next five years and beyond as long as you root for those Minnesota Twins, Nate. I feel bad for you, but, you know, the coin never lies. Nikki flipped it. It was a good toss. I saw it. It was heads. Could have been tails. I don't know. You didn't see it. But you didn't see it. I know you didn't. The twins are going to fuck you, my friend. And that is my what the tuck. It might not make sense. It might make sense. But there it is, Nate. Have fun rooting for those scumbags the next 10 years. What the tuck? And for all we know, if the Twins now do win a playoff game next year, it is because of Nathan Lee Berry, our producer, Big shout out to him. I'm, I'm starting go! to think this this weekend, this weekend in Reno, I might make a little uh, wager on the Twins winning their first series this this upcoming fall. I might have to, Nate. I might throw you twenty to to, to do it as well. Tuck any uh, any political any political add-ons you want to throw into one of your parlays this weekend, huh? Just just yeah, for some of been... those maybe some of those more conservative or liberal viewers out there, tell them which side to lean towards. 
Yeah, uh, you can always bet on the tie color. Obviously, blue safe for the dim, red safe for the Republican. But sometimes they do like to change it up, okay? And also, I've been seeing some things. Uh, Michigan is a good state to bet on right now. Some people are saying it's going blue. Some people say it's going red. I think Trump, after he uh, dissed the Ford Motor Companies, it, it's probably going to end up going blue. So right. I, I think I saw it as high as plus 120, maybe plus 110 on Bovada. So if you like to gamble a little bit on the poly, uh, Michigan is a state to hammer blue. I, I, to be honest, I might not even I might throw that in the WNF parlay just so we got just so we got something to root for after this Sunday's over. You're just you're all riding on the TV in it, Michigan going one way. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, but that's all I got, bad. though, fellas. That is all I got. Signing off. Episode Wait. 22. We love you, Nate. Nikki, we love you. Nikki, I wanted I, I didn't get to hear it cleared up. Say it one more last time, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nikki Mom and Dad. Can you please do it for me? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nikki Mom and Dad. This is No Tucks Given, episode 22. Deuces. Take him to the bank. Oh.